Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast After the Bell with Chip Mellinger. Chip, man, looks like uh, a few dings on the board today. Yeah, we really did. Corn and wheat uh, really leading us lower here today. Uh, not a great reason in wheat. You know, I, I think part of the wheat issue is it, it tried to hold up um, better uh, than, than corn and beans uh, when corn and beans started to break a week or 10 days ago. And now it's just kind of falling under its own weight. The funds are getting out. You know, part of it is just typically this time of year, as you get in the middle of harvest out west, uh, you see some pressure. And even though yields are, are below average, you're still going to see some of that harvest pressure on bushels that, that guys did produce. A lot of it just moves across the scale at harvest time anyway. So I think you're seeing that. So wheat really got beat up. Kansas City wheat was like 20 lower. Uh, Chicago wheat was lower, but not quite as bad as Kansas City. <clears throat> uh, corn was five, five and a half lower. The big thing in corn is uh, you, you go home Friday, there was, uh, you know, obviously really hot temperatures. That that part of the forecast uh, panned out and hit. I mean, it is blistering hot. But now over the weekend, the, the extended models the next two weeks uh, got way wetter. And so now you come in Sunday night and this morning, and all of a sudden, yes, it's hot, 100-plus degrees in areas, but over the next 10 days, there's going to be, uh, it looks like, an inch minimum to as much as five-plus inches in big areas of the Corn Belt. And so, you know, it's hard for the corn market to, to do anything but go lower in that kind of uh, weather forecast environment. So corn today was all about the forecast. Uh, you know, they already factored in some pretty negative, um, you know, weather as far as uh, plenty of rain last week. So some of this may be starting to get factored in in corn for the time being. Now we'll see if, in fact, we do get the rains that are forecasted over the next two weeks. That'll be the next thing. Is it as forecasted in as wide an area as what they're forecasting right now that actually uh, falls? Uh, the bean market bucked the trend, actually closed a little bit higher today. So maybe fingers crossed we've gone um as far as we need to for now as far as digesting the worst of this china news the tariffs are out the retaliation um you know amounts and products are out and um you know we did push july beans under nine dollars earlier this morning you know so we had an eight in front of uh, bean prices briefly it's crazy because uh you know two and a half three weeks ago we were way closer to, to 11 than, than, uh, than nine. And now we've, we've dipped under nine, but it did seem to bring out a lot of commercial buying. Maybe it's China picking away at some needs, but there was some buying there. That magic $9 number in old crop beans, uh, kind of got right around that nine and a quarter level for new crop. And so far it seemed to stabilize us, produce a little bit of bottom picking, uh, maybe profit taking from the shorts and, um, we're able to bounce a little bit in beans today, so that's a good sign. But we'll see. It's all about the forecast now. We're two weeks away uh, from a pretty important uh, acreage report on the 29th. That's going to start dominating 
the trade uh, as we get closer and closer to that. Um, that'll be the final, what should be the final planted acreage number. And there's a lot, a lot of variance of opinions on, on that. So we'll debate that, um, you know, every day going forward until the 29th. We also have a quarterly stocks report on that day. And then, and then the next two weeks weather, um, is it going to rain where they say it's going to rain? Um, and the amounts they say it's going to rain that will really drive, uh, prices, especially corn in the next 10 days. So a lot of stuff out there on the horizon, a lot of stuff to pay attention to. Um, how'd livestock finish up? Yeah, kind of a kind of a mixed bag there. Uh, we closed them higher. Uh, hogs led the way, um, two bucks higher in the hogs. Uh, getting up, knock on the door, eighty-four bucks. So we're quickly, you know, working on uh, ten bucks, eight bucks off the lows from a couple weeks ago in the hogs. So the bright spot is the hog market. Cattle did close higher. Had a, a fairly wide range. We uh, we traded both sides today. Um, closed. Slightly higher, uh, kind of towards the middle of the range. Uh, talk is that maybe maybe a little bit better cash trade this week. A lot of cattle that got uh, got sold last week have already been picked up and, and killed. So Packers have uh, uh, looks like still pretty aggressive need for cattle. So we're hoping that uh, cash cattle can be stronger this week and uh, maybe produce a little more of a bounce in cattle. But uh, some beef products were on that retaliatory list from China. You know, a little bit of a moot point. That's not a surprise, but that may may tend to hold the cattle market back just a little bit. Yeah. All right, so still plenty of volatility in the marketplace. We talk about it every about every time we do this. So if guys want to get a hold of you and discuss their uh, their marketing plan and, and how to manage their risk, how would they do that? Well, the best way is just call our office at 309-550-7213, and we'd be happy to chat with you about that. All right, Chip, so till tomorrow, have a good night. Hey, thanks a lot. You too, Casey. All right, we'll see you. in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here.